Welcome to Flix, my name is Daniel Swan, this is episode 148, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss More Rats, the film you might know as the film whose script Stan Lee is reading during his cameo in Captain Marvel. <laughs> Although that would be weird. After the triumph of Clerks last time, you knew what was coming this time. Kevin Smith's sophomoric effort made for more than 200 times the money that Clerks, still can't pronounce it properly, it continues the story of the View Askewniverse through another young pair of male New Jerseyans, T.S. Quint and Brody Bruce, who both get dumped on the same morning by their long-term steadies and decide to recover from their simultaneous double loss at the mall, where they encounter a lot of people that they know from just off-camera and Stan Lee making the first big cameo of his hammy career. The film was lambasted by critics who bemoaned the studio influence that had dulled the sharp, independent voice that they had lauded so much with clerks. However... Over the years since, it has been released on home video. Hmm, video. It has gained a cult following, including one impressionable 16-year-old who saw it and was blown away. But will the oafish fool that that 16-year-old grew into agree? Is it mournful, or does it remain very highly ratted? Rated. Oh, ratted, Not yes. like rat-arsed. Yes. Ratted. Ratted. To help me decide is the horse-voiced boob shower to my baggy-suited buttfucker, Tiffany B. Wait. Oh, yeah. There we go. Goodness. Uh, What an intro. It's a thinker of an intro. It's an intellectual intro. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen it, it's completely nonsense. It's completely nonsense. Absolutely. And if you haven't seen it, you know, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll let you know when you can duck out when the spoilers start a-floying. But for the time being, Tiffany B. Tiffany B. Yeah. What did you think of Mallrats in a spoiler-free context? I thought it was a lot better than Clerks. Clerks. Um, Better than Clerks. Um... But I did still have problems with it. Problems. I don't think Mr. Kevin Smith and I see eye to eye <laughs> oh. on what makes a good film. Oh. Um, and how to how people might talk in real life. Sure. Or if it's not going to be real life talk, how it might be more interesting. I would say one thing I would say is I think this is a film that is very of its time. Yeah. And that I may, you know, be very influenced having never seen it before mm-hmm. and then seen it seeing it now in 2020. 2020 that we are in right now. <laughs> that um perhaps I you feel like I'm you not missed the, the boat audience. on it. Yeah, exactly. You um, missed the time that you could have watched yeah, this. Yeah, that I might have been like, captured. Yeah. I mean, like you in the 90s as a 16-year-old. Well, no. In the <laughs> in the early 
2000s. In the aughts. As a 16-year-old. Yeah. I think that it might have been much better. It, it, it would have had a much better reception, I'm sure. Yeah. But I don't know if it would have, still, would have engaged me fully. But I do think there's a, a percentage of my enjoyment that is just lost. Yeah. Based on the time and potentially my gender. Okay. What did you think? Fair enough. Yeah, I think it's it's important and interesting to point out that we we watched this film twice. That's essentially. true. Yeah, in a couple of um, days. Uh, because the film that I watched, and this was the first Kevin Smith film that I did watch. Right. Um, this was your gateway drug. This was my gateway drug into the world. This was my marijuana into the world of uh, of Kevin Smith. Uh, was the original version. It's kind of 90, 95 minutes, something like that. Nice and punchy. Um, since then, for some kind of special edition of the DVD, 10th anniversary, 20th anniversary, maybe, I don't know, um, Kevin Smith and Scotty Moe, his uh, producing partner, um, re-edited the film, kind of a director's cut, um, which pushed it to like two hours. Yeah. Um, and I and. That was the one, unbeknownst to me, that we, that we watched first time round. I just assumed it was going to be the one that I knew and loved, but it was not that. It's got this whole other beginning to the film. The beginning film, bit was really long, wasn't it? Which is really long and not that great. Um, and just the, the, the rest of the... It really felt like one of those director's cuts that's just... This is as long as this film could possibly be. There's no yeah. kind of editorial... This is just all judiciousness of our ideas. In it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like oh, I really like this scene, and or I really like that line, and somebody cut it out, so I want to put it back yeah. in. It's just we literally couldn't make this any longer. Like two hours, yeah. adding half an hour onto this film yeah, is a, a lot. lot. Yeah, um, and it doesn't add anything. And for my no. money, it takes it away. So then, because I was upset with that, I. Uh, found the proper version and we watched that I forced you to watch that because you did fall asleep in the two hour version I wonder why so which is again testament to how slow it is <laughs> um, potentially I made through most of it I would add you did you did um, and so it became a really interesting kind of I don't know examination of how important editing is yeah um, and a really interesting look because you never see that you never see kind of it felt like the longer version was like the first pass of it Literally, this was what was scripted, so this is what we're putting in the film. Yeah. And then after that, you'd go through it and say, well, but that kind of slows that down, that kind of takes longer than is needed. Like, the point of this scene is that, so, like, let's just get to that quickly and then move yeah. on. Um, uh, yeah, so I've, I found that really interesting. The, the, the longer version I did not like particularly, uh, but the shorter version, um, yeah, it... it, it I'm sure nostalgia played a huge part in it, but it, for me, it, it did hold up pretty well. Good. Um, a lot of the the kind of yeah little snippets of dialogue that had, were still kind of rattling around in the old brain, and when they kind of cropped up, I was like, oh yeah, they, you know, quoting along with it. Um, so yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was um, lots of fun. Uh, it's more focused than um, Clerks was um, or is. Uh, I think the the acting is uniformly better. Yeah. Um. If yeah, it does feel like a kind of a step up from. Definitely. Clerks in in pretty much every way for yeah. me. Yeah. Um. Who is your MVP? Uh, I don't know the name of them. 
But it was the whoever did the the titles, the comic. Oh, interesting. I, I thought that was really cool, and I tried to look it up. I couldn't find who it was. Okay. I thought perhaps you would know off the top of your brainy head. Um. No, I know Mike Allred did the opening titles for um, Chasing Amy, did all the illustrations in that one. But in this, I think it's different. I think it's different people. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, that person or people, um, I thought I thought it was really cool and kind of set a really cool tone. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting and different. And uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. And Very nineties. Yeah, with this, with this being kind of the nineties, this is far from the, you know, comics taking over the world as they are now. Mm. Um, mm. It was not. I mean, in the mid nineties, Marvel was pretty much bankrupt. Yeah. Um, and they were not as cool as yeah. As, or not at all. Not cool, at all. Right. Cool. No. Like I would assume. It was all kind of nerdy geeks, and yeah. so it's yeah, it's a a, a very bold choice from uh, Mr. Smith. To, yeah. uh, to start them to start the film with that yeah. and again yeah there's possibly one of the one of the reasons uh, a long time friend of the show Aaron Sosa yes um, when we were talking about Morats once he said that yeah like this was one of the first films that had a guy who was into comic books and he wasn't like this kind of nerdy dweeby like or overweight yeah loser, loser yeah. he was like he was kind of cool just a normal kid he was kid. just really into yeah. comics and he yeah it's like, yeah, okay, that, that sticks out to somebody. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, good. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was good. Yeah. Who nice. was yours? Uh, my MVP was Mr. Jason Lee. Knew it. Mr. Knew Jason it. Lee. You didn't say it though, did Crushing. you? Crushing. So no... Dan's got a crush on Jason. Jason Lee. Uh, yeah, I just think he's great in this. Um, I think that he is not the best actor. I think there are parts where his acting is bad, but what he has that neither of the guys in Clerks does is just a lot of charisma. Yes. You just you just warm to him. Yes. Um, and when he's talk saying all these ridiculous things and acting in these ridiculous ways and you know all this kind of crazy dialogue, he kind of makes you believe it a lot more than they do, even yeah. though he's not particularly. He's not an actor's actor. No, um, no. He's just. But he's he's got a lot of enthusiasm. He yeah. throws himself into it, yeah. and like you say, he's he's very charming in his way. Mm. So, or uh, it's not even charming. I don't know if charming's the right word, but he's got a um, magnetism. Yeah. About him. Yeah, I think he's yeah he's got that kind of yeah charisma. Yeah. You, you want to watch him. Yeah. Um, and like you say, yeah, throws himself into it, and perhaps that is. One of the criticisms is that sometimes he throws himself in a little bit too much. We might get Finds onto that. Finds himself up to his neck. We might we might get onto that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think he's really good and really um, yeah carries the film. Yeah, I think he was enjoyable to watch. Nice, nice. Um, do you have anything else that you want to talk about with uh, be- before we get into the spoilers, or are you hungry for spoilering? Gosh, I'm I'm just feeling a bit hungry. You know. What are you hungry for? For spoilers! Spoilers! Um, so, yeah, that was our spoiler-free review of More Rats. Both versions of More Rats, I suppose. Yes. Um, the longer one, not so great. The shorter Thumbs one, down. much better. And I think we can both agree on that, yes? 
Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, we can both agree on that. Okay, okay, yes, yes. Um, if you are leaving us at this point, if you are one of the people mentioned earlier who has not seen the film, um, then, you know, this is the time that you depart us and we, you know, we're going to miss you, baby. But, you know, pop back. You'll be back. Once you've watched it, listen to our, our spoiler-filled thoughts uh, and, you know, feel like you're a part of this gang. Yeah? <laughs> so, uh, if you are staying with us, and you are just as hungry for spoilers, a little nibble of spoilers, then you have only a jingle's worth of time to wait until we get to said delicious, chomptastic spoilers. So let's have that jingle right now. We're just about to spoil this film. So I'm telling you it won't be groovy. If you listen any further without watching the movie. Well, with that jingle done, it can only mean one thing. We are out of the desert of spoiler-free. We are knee-deep in the putrefying swamp of spoiler-filled where we shall be using our patented 5.6 outcome rating system to dive into the nitty and indeed the gritty of Kevin Smith's More Rats. Uh... <laughs> uh Tiffany B. Yes. Give your point, will ya? Give your point, will ya? All these comic book fans, I remember when comics cost one penny. You <laughs> got them from the corner shot and you just <laughs> Are you having some kind of heart attack? Yeah, I think so. Okay. You I think I understand what you're you getting at there. I mean, I asked the the first question very clearly I know but you go on that. don't you you go interrupt. on I can't interrupt you get I don't know what go. might happen <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's get going so we're going to start for me with a positive um and yeah it has already been said but it's Jason Lee Jason Jason Lee um I will make a broader point about acting which is that Yes, like you said, the acting quality across is the board substantially better in this film. Yes, I mean, you couldn't have got much worse from from <laughs> in my opinion. And so to have someone like this, he is not not a great actor, to be clear. No, but like we've already said, he he is entertaining. He's easy to watch. He's much more engaging. Um, he is very over the top, but I think. That that's probably why he was cast. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he kind of commands your attention, if only because he's shouting at you. But, yeah, so it's a positive, and it's Jason Lee. I would say, I haven't called it out as a point, but the acting overall was not great. Perfect. Okay. Thinking TS. TS is not great. Just, again, it's such a kind of large role mm -hmm. for someone that just cannot act. Which is weird because you think he's got a whole like studio behind him for this yeah. this one. I, like it must be his friend or something. Because it's so, so bad. I don't know why it is. Maybe maybe he you know maybe somebody at the studio recommended him or whatever or said you know you've got to have this guy in your film. But wouldn't you in, in um, interview them, audition them? Yeah. And say, oh no, you can't act, so we probably won't have you as an actor. <laughs> mean but anyway it's a good positive point um <laughs> so like i say big positive 
Jeremy London, terrible. Jason Lee, good. I mean, I just didn't have enough points to add that in, but it was bad, and you have to agree with me. But my point is, Jason Lee, thumbs up. That's one of my points as well. Jason Lee and his charisma. Charim. You're just, you're just, your eyes drawn to him. He's, he's got a weird, he's got that, that winning smile that he is not afraid to, to uh, flash about. He's almost like, sometimes he smiles in an almost like demented kind of yes. way, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> he's kind of insane in yeah. parts of it. Um, yeah, but you know, it's fun. Yeah. He, he does the, the kind of loud bits well. Maybe some of the loud bits are too loud and too loud for too long, but that's another point. Um, he does the, the quieter bits well. I feel like he kind of he gets the dialogue. He kind of gives himself time for the dialogue in the way that I think Jeremy London doesn't necessarily. Yeah, just There's a couple of points where he's just fucking him and Shannon Doherty. There's a oh, couple yeah. of moments where they... Just speaking so fast, yeah. That it's like it's like a table read even, or something. Yeah, why even have this? It's like you're reading the terms and conditions on a fucking yeah. you know insurance policy. Like, give yourself the time to. Yeah, nobody it. speaks like yeah, that. Just which breathe. Jason Lee does. I, I kind of yeah had a bit of a man crush on him crush. as a teenager. And I think it's, it's a, still lingering. It's a crush that has yeah persisted to this day. I enjoyed him in My Name Is Earl. Uh, I enjoyed yeah. him in uh, lots of other Kevin Smith films. Haven't seen the uh, the Chipmunks, Alvin and the Chipmunks fit live action films, no. or any squeakles. Um, but I assume he's great in them. I can only assume. Well, you shouldn't assume. He's great in them. I like him, even though I think he's a Scientologist now, oh, and he's got ment- mental names for his kids. He has got that crazy energy. Yeah. Uh, well, he has a child called Alberta. Parentheses Birdie Lee, which I think is quite a cute. Yeah, that's alright. Name, um, Sunny, which I don't like because it always makes me think of like a boxer. I think of like a little baby mm. boxer, and I think that's kind I of think weird. Of that guy from Greece, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, or a fifty-year-old teenager, Casper. <laughs> uh, I think that's quite a cute yeah, name. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. But uh, with actress Beth Reesgraf, they have a son called Pilot Inspector. No, they don't. They do. Oh, God. Pilot Inspector. Um, Lee states the son's name is inspired by He's Simple, He's Dumb, He's the Pilot by rock band Granddaddy. I mean, that's what you want to name your kids after, isn't it? (laughs) No, it's like... Uh, Oh, that's good news. As of 2016, Lee no longer practices Scientology. So we're all right to like him again. Well... I mean, how's his kid feel about that? <laughs> like now yeah, he's so wrote uh, with that stupid name. Bit of a phase, soz, but at least you know when you go to school, there's not going to be any other pilots. Do you know what I mean? If someone shouts, "Hey, pilot!" There's not going to be four kids. What me, pilot? No, I'm, my son is no, also pilot called R. pilot. <laughs> not pilot G. Pilot G and pilot R, <laughs> pilot L. <laughs> God, why are so many kids called Pilot? <laughs> well, it's not Pilot, it's Pilot Inspector. Pilot Inspector. Okay, could you use the full? Could you just use my middle name, just call me Inspector? <laughs> yeah, so Jason Lee, no longer practicing Scientology. Thumbs up. Lots of charisma, thumbs up. Okay. Um, to 
under can't that point. Oh, I'm going to go with a negative, so and it is kind of related to him still, uh, but also um, perhaps it reflects more on the direction, but there is just a lot of time where there's just shouting. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Guys, stop shouting at me. Like, Jason Lee, the I almost like was getting annoyed with it. When he's in the mall and there's is, a kid. Is there the bit in the mall? <laughs> Shut up. And there's a kid on the escalator. Yeah. And he gets annoyed about that, sitting down on the escalator. Yeah. And he shouts, oh my fucking God, what's he doing on the escalator? And then again, he sees him again. And then I think again. And it, he just goes from naught to ten. And you, it's, re, it's like, he's at ten for a good like ten seconds. And you have to listen to this rant. And it's just, for me, it's like, it's not funny. And it's really loud. Yeah. And it just feels obnoxious. It yeah. just feels... Yeah, I just did, really didn't enjoy that. And there were other parts as well where it was the same thing of just shouting. Stop shouting at me, guys. And I feel like that is, you know, it is an actor problem. Like, it feels like kind of amateurish to kind of shout your lines. Yeah. But I also think it's the director. Like, come on, tell them, please don't shout mm. your lines. Like, you know, you yeah. can see, can't you see that? I don't know. I assume that, that he, Kevin Smith, or whoever, f thought it was funny, but I have to have to disagree. I don't. I don't enjoy being shouted at. I would blame Kevin Smith. Okay. I can only imagine that he has very shouty arguments in his own life, and so it's like, well, this is realistic. Everyone just shouts all the time. Um, I would say, yeah, the the kind of an actor might come in being a bit shouty, but I would I would argue that it's the yeah, then the director's job to kind of mould that performance yeah. into what they want. Or ask for, like, variety. Yeah. Like, could you do that again and maybe not shout the Give whole time? Give me some time. levels. <laughs> Give me some levels. Um, yeah. Um, and the elevator thing, I think, is a, a, a really... Escalator. Escalator, sorry. Is um, one of the the good examples of the editing of the shorter version. Yeah. Because in the shorter version... Oh, am I getting it mixed up? I think so. In the shorter version, he sees him when they cross on the escalator. Yeah. And he, he states his position. Not a year goes by. Not a year that I don't hear about some yeah. blah, blah, blah. So he gets a bit annoyed there. Then they go and sit down and talk to Trish. 15-year-old whore. 15-year-old Trisha Jones, who's definitely 15 and not 24. <laughs> um, or as Ben Affleck says then. Thought she was thirty six. He's like, well, I think <laughs> that joke enough. would work better if she yeah. didn't actually look maybe thirty six. Um, uh, he sees the kid and he comments on it. Yeah. Back on the escalator. Then they continue with their conversation and then he goes back to it. Yeah. And then he gets angry again. So it's just a, oh. a kind of a brief. But, but with in the, the other with one, the longer is version, he, he go he he shouts like two or three times. Yeah. And it kills the joke. Like yeah, you say, it does. Yeah. It's just not funny. Yeah. Because it's funny when it's like. It's that kind of under his, like... Oh, it's I annoying I him. Yeah. Back on the, that's ridiculous. He's back on the escalator. Yeah. Back on the, and then when he explodes, it's like, you know, it's been building up. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a very good example of the, um, yeah, oh, the editing working well. But the shouting, I agree, uh, outside the comic book store. Yes. Uh, oh, it's oh, very, that's very shouty. Um, and in the lift 
uh, when yes. him and Renee are yes. fighting. Yes, and just shouting and at each just, other. Yeah, nonsense. Five lines each that yeah. are just at full volume. And she, in that one in particular, is just like speaking at the speed of light yeah. and and sh- uh, and shouting the whole thing. Yeah. And I just find myself really disengaged when that happens. Like I really just start to not listen at all. Yeah. And start to think, I don't like this. I'm not on board. No. No, thank you. <sighs> don't shout at me. Don't shout at me, guys. Please don't shout at me. Don't shout at me. That's my message. That's my second point. Please don't <laughs> shout at me. Guys, guys, <laughs> please don't shout at me, please. Um, I'm going to go with a, a positive. Oh, okay. If I might. Strange. Strange. Um, and for me, it's the dialogue. Dialogue. Dialogue, I think, is one of the things that drew me in as, a, as a, an impressionable youth. Um, what do you I, like about I it? I believe I mentioned in the clerk's review. It's kind of, it's just very different. It's just, I hadn't seen any films that had been like that at that point in my life. Um, at this point in my life, I have seen more films like that, but I think there's still that kind of, I don't know. I, I, I think it improves on clerks in that not every character is, you know, Oscar Wilde with these kind of you know long soliloquies that all sound exactly the same there's a little bit more variation a little bit more character coming through in the dialogue which I think Mm. is really good Um, it's obviously very indulgent um, Mm -hmm. but I I think sometimes that's fun especially in this 90 minute film the 90 minute version of it you can have the indulgence because it's like you're only going to be here for an hour and a half. If that indulgence is that indulgence leading to a two-hour version yeah. of a you know teen comedy, yeah, that's like that's too much, guys. You just need to get rid of it. But when it's when it's still when the film is still nice and choppy, I think that's lots of fun. Yeah, I th- I think it, it it kind of when it works, it works really well. I think there are some sections still like in Clerks where. It would have been much better served just simplifying it all. Yeah. And interestingly, both of the scenes that I just mentioned, outside the comic book store and in the um, lift, are examples of that. Where what's TS's line? Uh, it's like if you two comic book loving he men have finished this display of tough guy back and forth. I've got some questions that need answering. Like that, if he's got to deliver that, and some questions I need it. Like it doesn't work. Just shorten it down. Just keep it a lot simpler. And when she is talking to him and saying, "Do I give a shit?" When what is it? When two major comic labels are crossing over characters and selling different copies of the, you know, different various ink related covers and stuff. Like that's again, that's too either that's too long, or you're you shouldn't be doing it that quickly. Yeah. Because it's just it's just too much. But yeah. I think for the most part, again, this is a positive. Uh, for the most <laughs> part, I think the dialogue's really good, really fun. I really like their kind of um, the the Superman Lois Lane moving into the cookie stand debate. I just think oh, that's really yeah. funny and really weird and really. Like, just the stupid stuff that you do get into conversations with and little mini arguments with your yeah. friends. Like, no, 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 cookie stands downstairs. And it's, 
um, the stuff in the dirt mall where they're talking about him punching out somebody's grandmother because she called him low class and stuff. That's really, f I, yeah, I just think a lot of it is, is yeah, really fun and really enjoyable to watch. And for the shorter version, yeah. doesn't, you know, prolong the film um, to, to ridiculous yeah. length. So, um, yeah. And I, th yeah, like I say, I think it's more character driven than in mm. Clerks. Again, still not particularly realistic, but mm. fun. What's your next point? Tell My me. next point is a negative, and it is the dialogue. Um, it's exactly the same point, How but the other much? way round. <laughs> <laughs> what? My next point is the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just a natural rapist. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I just, I'm still not on board with it. I, it's just it was a lot better I agree with the points that you've made but um, I still just found it to be a little clumsy yeah you know in the way that you're saying about just doesn't it feels so unnatural that it takes you out of the scene and, and, and like yeah you can very much hear his voice in all of the characters okay. in my opinion um, you feel like it's him, you know, wanting to get these things across. And it's like, I don't know, it's really kind of a weird point. But I found when I was at university, we did this whole, like, um, course on Chaucer and finding the author's voice. And, you know, obviously this is a very different type of author. But he authored all that these classic different... classic Chaucer-Kevin Smith comparisons. Here we go again. All of these different voices, all of these different stories, all these different characters. And it was really hard to find his voice. Whereas with Kevin Smith, I feel like it's really hard to not find his voice. Yeah. He's just, he's omnipresent Yeah. in all of the 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 dialogue um and i just i think it it's to the detriment of the film i think it's like his desire to have this cool dialogue um you know and and see it come to life yeah but it's at the expense of like authenticity of the of the characters and i it is a lot better than than clerks 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 um, but it's still there for me. Um, and some of it's the acting, you're right, because some of it with, like, Jason Lee, I feel like you could kind of let it pass because it was funny mm -hmm. or it was fun. Um, whereas others, like T.S. and... Um, what's her name? Shannon. Dirty. Yeah. Renee. Renee. Um, it just... I mean, her speech at the beginning, when she's talking about crying in the toilet. Yeah. I was like, what is happening here? Like, it was so bizarre. It was really just felt like, who's saying this? It's not her. Yeah. Um, and there were pieces later uh, with TS the same. And um, when they're arguing in the elevator, I feel like it's just like, it's just an exercise in the, this is cool dialogue that I want to say. Yeah. And I don't really care about the characters. It's kind of like, wouldn't it be cool if there was an argument and these points were made? Yeah. And it's it doesn't really matter who... Okay. I don't know. Anyway, you get the point. 
I just don't think the dialogue is good. Credible. I don't think it's credible for the characters. Yeah. And I don't I think largely it's not funny enough to be as kind of outlandish as it is. Okay. So sometimes it is funny and it's a lot better than the, than clerks. Um and like I say, Jason Lee can kind of carry off some of it and some of the other characters do quite well. Like Ben Affleck does quite well. Um, but I just still it was still present for me as a as a jarring aspect. And I think, you know, obviously you like it and obviously other people do, and I think maybe what you like about it and what others like about it is is what I don't like about it, is that it is so kind of outlandish mm. and and over the top. Yeah. Um so I get it. It's just not for me. Okay. Okay, I kind of knew that was coming. I prepped myself for that. So um, you won't make me cry. <laughs> I've cried my tears over that already before we started. Okay, good. Uh, I'm going to go with the negative. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Don't think you know me. Gosh. Don't think you can predict me, woman. Okay. And really I say in. woman because that's the point of the point wow. that I'm pointing out. Um, you hate women. I there are women hate... in this film, and I hate that. What if guys could just go out with guys? <laughs> I think then they you can. Have, just have sex all the time, and he's your buddy. There you go. Um, uh, and this is something that I didn't pick up as a youngster um, because I was, you know, an idiot. Uh, but the women in this are, I mean, just nothing. I mean, the, the original beginning with the, the kind of musket and all of that kind of stuff with Brandy, she comes off much, much worse. So it's a big improvement, the kind of the doing all the storyline lift uh, work that that needed, that that opening half an hour or however the fuck long it was being done in one scene yeah. shows that the wasn't opening wasn't necessary, <laughs> but also softens her up a little bit and gives some reason... Uh, some kind of motivation for why she I think the, the dumping is too much mm. um, and especially when he's when he points out I thought we weren't doing this makeup breakup shit anymore I think that's a really bad line because it just takes away any drama yeah because it's like and she's like well we can just forget about making up you think yeah but I'm sure you probably would have said that yeah. other times as well so you, there's no there's no danger that they're going to stay broken up mm. Um, and so you, you kind of understand her that she's annoyed with him because she's trying to do something to you know raise his standing with her dad and he doesn't care because obviously you know you understand why he doesn't care because he's got his you know the big thing planned so that yeah, okay get on board with that a little bit but then I don't know why she again the makeup breakup thing kind of pays off at the end because I feel like it doesn't really do that much to win her back it's no, like you know he goes yeah. on the show and everything and that's a big you know gesture but what does he say yeah not like, really anything. to yeah kind of allay what concern she had in the beginning to so that doesn't really make a lot of sense um and obviously that's not necessarily the point in these kind of you know it's definitely more con than rom but like try and think of something yeah but even worse than that is renee mm. because she has legitimate, much more legitimate reasons to dump Brody mm. 
in that he, you know, he doesn't... Ignores her. He ignores her. He doesn't introduce her, you know... Oh, yeah, to his mum. To his mum. So, he, you know, he obviously doesn't make her feel like he, you know, is into her at all. Um, so she's obviously got a much better reasoning for it. But then even less motivation at the end. Yeah. Like, how does he win her back? What does he change? He doesn't change at all. She just watches him and laughs at yeah. him on the and stage, says, right? I love the retard, which, yeah. again, you know, it's like, come on, guys, that word doesn't fly yeah. in 2020. So just get rid of that in 1995, thank you. Um, yeah, so I, just the motivation for them is yeah. like. Well, women are just, you know, pawns in these kind of films, aren't they? Yeah. Just like, it's a shame because it doesn't need to be. It doesn't no. need to be some whole Shakespearean grand epic, but like, give it some thought, maybe. Yeah. Give it some reasoning, some kind of logic behind their decisions. Yeah. Um. Like it says a lot that I think the most well-rounded character in it all is Gwen. Who's that? Who's Joey Lauren Adams? Oh yeah, yeah. And obviously, you don't like her, which is fair enough. But like. She, you, you get a sense of a character from yeah. her. Yeah. Whereas with the others, you're like, I don't know who you are. Who yeah. are you? What's the point of yeah, you? Yeah, what's the point of you? What's the point of you? Yeah. Renee and Brandy. They're yeah. pretty. I mean, yeah, that's true. And that's nobody's going to deny that, but. I think that's all that they're there for. That's all that was needed. The 90s. Yeah, yeah. More substance, please. Give women a chance. Give, Give women, women a, a chance. chance. Give women a chance so you can get them to their pants. <laughs> I think you're not really understanding the point. <laughs> That's what I think. I don't think you're making the point you think you're making. <laughs> okay, so my next point will be a positive, um, and it is the silliness. So oh, the silliness. I love the silliness. You're a big fan um, of the silliness. I do think there are parts, and it's, it's a funny film because I don't think it... it it uh, marries the silly tone that well with the rest of the film. Sure. But nonetheless, I do enjoy the silly parts. What 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 particular parts are you talking about, Tiffany? Can I ask when you're referring to the silly parts? Um, Let's reminisce. I'm referring to some of the stuff with the dad. I think the dad yeah. is very funny, yeah. uh, especially uh, to, towards the end when his show's about to happen and yeah. then happening and it's all falling apart or at least you know in his eyes he's throwing up yeah um i think some of that's really silly he's a, he's kind of comic booky villain yeah he goes really into it and i think that's kind of fun and then i do quite like some of the kind of uh the really kind of uh slapsticky silliness with jay and silent bob yeah like it's just ridiculous yeah but I kind of, I don't know, I kind of like that when someone's just like, sod it, I'm just going to go all in, yeah. it's going to be really silly, it's going to stand on a skateboard or whatever it was that uh, he he's slipped gonna, on. He's going to run and try and hit Lafour's in the head with a sock full of quarters, but because but, he oh, he stands on the kid, the train so the kid or throws the little train, yeah. yeah, so he stands on that. Yeah, that kind of, I just think, it's really silly and slapsticky, but, that, that, but it's kind of fun, and... Um, yeah, I felt like the film really benefited from that. And even really the um, the guy looking at the painting yeah. or trying to figure out, see the thing. You know, it's just those little silly, kind of really, really light-hearted, yeah. absolutely no consequence, like, you know, that mm. kind of stuff. I thought that was good. And I quite enjoyed 
um, the indulgence in that yeah. that was going on in this film. Um, and you've got your like cartoon sound effects that go along. Yeah, with it yeah, yeah, which I think is kind of fun and yeah. um, lifts the tone. Yeah, lifts it to like this is all just silly, guys. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, so I, I appreciated that 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 kind of silliness that came through and um, made me feel like. Uh, Kevin Smith doesn't take himself that seriously. Yeah. Whereas in Clerks, I felt like, whew, yeah. this is a guy that is, you know, really serious about his art and really serious about himself. Yeah. Whereas this, I was like, oh, okay, he can have fun. Yeah. And that's good in my book. Which is really funny because reading uh, critics' reviews is like the opposite of you. <laughs> so obviously I'm an idiot, but... <laughs> I'm a silly idiot. And a happy idiot. That's <laughs> yes, the most important Exactly, thing. yeah. Good, yeah. Um, well, you mentioned the dad. Yeah. So I feel like that leads me nicely on to one of my positives. Yes. The dad. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Michael Rooker is brilliant in this. I think he's really, really funny. He's a new, very interesting that you uh, describe him as a comic book villain. Yeah. I liken him very much, and you might remember actually, from in Preacher... The yes. bad guy, hair star. Yes. Bald guy with the thing over his eye. And, yeah. Um, he serves a kind of a dual role in the comic, especially if you didn't watch that much of the TV show, um, of being, he's got a weird role of being simultaneously at times very scary. Yeah. And at other times, like, just the comic relief. Yeah. And f having both of those, I think, is a very difficult thing to, yeah. to do, of, like, being serious but at the same time, he can, you know, withstand. He can do ridiculous things. Yeah. And then in the next moment can still be very threatening and, yeah. and scary. And I think he kind of walks, that, walks that line very, very well. Um, yeah. And commits kind of 100% to, to the all of the ridiculousness. Yes. In the film. Yeah. And his a commitment is so important, isn't mm. it? I think. Yeah. Like that's like Jason Lee and he does it and, and they're not always perfect no. but you kind of get swept along with it yeah. anyway they get a lot of yeah. points for just diving in yeah and I'm just gonna fucking go for this yeah um, I'm here I'm gonna get it if done if I'm gonna do it I yeah. might as well do it 100% yeah. yeah I like that and they both do it 100% yeah. and come off all the better for it I think they're they're the two kind of standouts in the film yeah um, I agree yeah I think he's really good not Ben not Ben. I mean, he's only a small. He's early part days, Ben. Isn't yeah, he? he's he's this big bouffant Ben. Giant. Although that's going to be in Chasing Amy as well, and his giant that baggy suit. Oh my gosh! Ridiculous suit. It's like his his obese dad suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you why are you wearing that? It doesn't even fit you yeah. at all. And he's supposed to work in fashionable yeah. mail. But yeah, I, I mean, I think Ben, I think Ben does does a does a fine job. Um, Again, it's another great example of the editing, the, the scene where he's beaten up Brody um, in the extended version just goes on forever yeah. and does nothing else. Yeah, it feels like it stagnates. Adds nothing to it. And then just goes on for another five on minutes. On and on and on. Come on, guys. Can we just finish this, please? Yeah. Um, yeah. And another one for the editing, talking about the dad, is the in the extended version... It's the bit where Brody leads, because T.S. is famous in the longer version for attempted the attempted assassination of the woman in the original governor opening, or the governor or something. Yeah. yeah. So the the news crews are after him, 
Brody kind of runs, you know, runs interference on them and says that Michael Rooker's house, they're like Satanists or something, and the news crew looks in and sees him dancing and dancing around. and doing the kung fu, and his towel falls off. They managed to take that little bit of footage yeah. and put it in the Brandy and TS scene at the beginning. Yeah. I think that's so good, yeah. so clever. Yeah. Because it's not intended for that purpose at all, but it fits it so well. Yeah, they've just taken a little Just taken a little snippet, snippet of, it. of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, we need him being not sad to kind of sell the joke. Oh, we've got that footage of it. Yeah. I think that's very clever. Yeah. Very clever indeed. Cool. So, so yeah, okay. my positive was Rooker, Michael Rooker. Okay. Thumbs up, Mr. My Zavelli. final point then. Final. Is a positive. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And it is um I like the uh, I guess it's it's not is it structure? I guess it's structure in some sense or it's I don't know. I like how it's kind of uh has these kind of episodic scenes which I think is very smart because you're going, you know, they're in one location. Yeah. It's it's he's obviously got a lot more money in this film. Yeah. But it's not infinite. You know, it's it's one location, and yeah. obviously that's the script. But um, I like I think that he does a good job of kind of move, especially in the the shortened version, um, of kind of moving you through. Okay, now it's the bit where they meet their girl, and now it's yeah. the bit where they talk to the guy on the painting, and now it's the bit where they see Jay and Silent Bob, and now it's the uh, topless mind reader yeah. thing, whatever. Um, it just feels like it, it progresses quite well. And actually, I enjoy that part a lot more than I did the kind of the arc of the love stories. Yeah. Because like you say, there's, no there's nothing there. There's no meat mm. there. Um, and so just these kind of friends kind of mucking around at the mall and getting into hijinks, I think, works quite well. Yeah. Um, and when you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, nothing really happens. Yeah. But you get that sense of movement um, while they're kind of meeting these people and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I did. I liked that. And I think um, for me, that was something that was much more enjoyable than than Clerks, um, where I did feel like he I, I think I made the point of like that he did a good job there as well mm. in the same kind of way. Um, but still, it was so much smaller and mm. so much more kind of claustrophobic as a result. Yeah. This felt a lot more, you know, free, mm. a lot more open. And anyway, yeah, I just liked that kind of structure of like moving through and meeting these crazy people. And, uh, you know, I wanted it. I think I, that I liked that, that silliness and yeah. the kind of, you know, the day, day long kind of, um, period yeah. and what's going on in the course of their day I think uh, yeah I, th I think he handles that really well and nice. makes it feel like you're moving even yeah. though you're not really <laughs> yeah it's almost like a road trip film yeah in that sense that they're just going along this journey and then they you know stop off here and they meet this person they stop off later and they meet another person um, yeah and obviously the uh, the Morat's drinking game is down your drink oh, yeah. every time Brody looks off camera and goes oh my god look who it is <laughs> and they walk off and like, who are we going to meet yeah. now? Which one of these crazy yeah. characters are we going to meet now? Yeah, I agree with that. I, th I think it's nice. And it kind of is somewhat similar to my one. Oh. Um, the idea of, 
And again, it's interesting doing this all in all in a row because I feel like a lot of our points are in relation to clerks. That yeah, not necessarily I guess they more are. rats on their own, but learning from learning from clerks where there's all these like little vignettes, and they just kind of happen. What I like about this is that again, there's that kind of vignette thing of yeah, we meet Willem and he's looking at the magic eye painting and we meet Trisha and she's you know an awful you know child prostitute or whatever it might yeah, be yeah it's really that's disturbing just, it's that. just a fun little it's just, just a fun little aside side note but, why are we doing this but, why does she have to be 15 yeah, anyway sorry it's just just to get the kind of thing was there no other way that they could have gotten rid of Ben Affleck at the end like yeah. you could think of something else yeah and then you get the awful kind of rape joke in the yeah. thing and I was to think like, but he's is getting raped funny? isn't he that's not yeah. I'm not sure that's necessarily anyway yeah I really like the idea that all of these little disparate things here's Jane son of Bob here's this here's this here's this that they, they all play a part in the end yeah like it's not just they're forgotten about once they've gone through as with clerks um, they it and so it all feels a little bit more planned. It all feels a little bit more kind of curated yeah. a, a journey through. Well, we're meeting this person so that then later on they can do this thing. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah. So I think that's yeah. yeah. I liked it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there we go. But, yeah. So um, that's five points that's each. That's five points. So uh, what were your points? Mine were positive, Jason Lee. Negative, shouting at me. Please don't shout at me. Ne- <laughs> positive. Shouting at me, colon, please don't shout at me. Positive, silliness. Negative, dialogue and positive, episodic plot. Plot. Nice. You? Uh, for me, positive, Jason Lee and his charisma. Positive, dialogue. Positive, Michael Rooker. Positive, everyone plays a part in the conclusion. And negative, a female motivation and just female characters in general, I suppose. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a sausage yeah. fest. He's not great at them, is in he? In terms of the focus of it. Yeah. Which is a shame. Um, improves it, I think, for the next one, but that's a little spoiler for. Uh, oh, gosh! Um, so it was a four out of five for me. Yes. And a. Three out of five for me. Again, follows, follows on from clerks of, like, from the way that you were talking about it. I was like, oh, this is. Not like I would say I, I debated between a two and three. Yeah. Um, but I I think it's a low three, but a three nonetheless. Yeah, I think. Well, you know what what kicked it for me was I go. gave a two to Clerks, um, and I was like, it is not on the same level as no. Clerks. So I feel I have to, I have to up it. And had we only watched the longer version, would that have been a two? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think for me too. Yeah. It really, yeah. It was rough. Significantly worse. It was like, why am we still watching this? Yeah. It's four days later. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, when so you've got long. that level of story, i.e. not a lot really. Yeah. Like, let's get in, let's tell some jokes. Yeah, let's, let's just have fun. Let's read some comics. And then With it. Yeah. Like, let's have Stan Lee come yeah. in. Yeah. Brown-haired Stan Lee. Yeah, he looks different, doesn't he? Looks very different. Very bronzed. Yeah. Looks like a kind of... Playboy. <laughs> yeah. Like a like a yeah a, a kind of an old American person who's retired to Florida. Yes. That kind of look with his like little tan sunglasses and stuff. Yeah. Um, but nice to him have yeah, nice to have him there as well. 
Gosh, always good to see him. Always a joy to see you, Stan. Thank always you so much. Always a pleasure, Stan. Thank babe. you so much. Um, and very clever from Kevin Smith's part because he got in with him. Yeah. Like I say, when Marvel were on the down and outs. Um, Pays to be a geek. And uh, yeah, continued to be a close friend of his until uh, until the end. So yeah. Well done, Kev. Smart. Like if Universal says, "Hey, giving you six million dollars for this. What do you want?" It's like. Could I meet Stan Lee? Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing I could yeah, do? Yeah, you think that is how it happened? Yeah. Like this I, kind of fanboy thing. Yeah, I think if I, I think he he said he wrote it in that in that way that often happens in films and like, where well, it's a kind of like a like a Stan Lee. T- I mean, he's like a kind of you know he's the equivalent of Stan Lee. He's this big comic yeah. book writer. Who do you want for the role? I mean, could we get Stan Lee? <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> it. Why are we why are we dancing yeah. around this? Could we get him? Um, a couple of other interesting um uh things to to point out before we before we depart dearly departed uh it takes place the day before clerks um as you tell from julie dwyer having died the night before yes. in this film and then in clerks they go to her funeral right gosh that's a quick turnaround it's a very quick turnaround i think yeah um obviously brian o'halloran shows up again in a mercifully reduced role oh, yes. as gil hicks the cousin of dante hicks from uh, Clerks, with this awful, crafted long hair. Stop it. Looking like a twat. Uh, it's the only Kevin Smith film that's not edited by Kevin Smith. Uh, and the quality of the editing shows. says, mm, maybe... Who was this editing editor? Perhaps get them back? Maybe, maybe. Um, well, I guess... Well, we'll see, I guess, because if the, if the later ones are a lot more... Get Paul Dixon back, thank God. P. Diddy, Paul Dixon. Um, yeah, if the later ones are, are too long and uh, luxuriant, then mm. P. Dids, give him a call. P. P. Dix. Um, <laughs> and obviously a lot of uh, Jaws references. They get married in the Universal Studios tour when Jaws pops out of the water. Yeah. Um, Quint is obviously a name of one of the, uh, one of the characters in... Jaws, one of the main ones, um, uh, as is Brody, and then Bruce, Brody Bruce, Bruce was the the nickname given to the animatronic shark that they used. Wow. Uh, Jaws being one of Kenneth Smith's favourite films. Interesting. Just some little nuggets of trivia for you there, babe. Thank you. You're welcome there, babe. Thank you. Uh, so that was our spoiler-filled review of uh, Malrats, uh, a, a great time had by all. Uh, but Tiffany B, tell me this, uh, what did we learn... What did we learn? I think what I learned is that behind it all, Daniel is just still a teenage boy. Still a teenager. Just still, just loving that stupid dialogue. (laughs) Just 16 year old idiot. Just loving that. No, I just think I realised that, I think I, I learned that how enduring teenage uh loves or passions mm. can be yeah. and then not because this is terrible but it's just because i could see how much you enjoyed it and i think that if you watched it now you wouldn't enjoy it as much mm. it's just that nostalgia like you said and those quotes and all of that stuff that it's it's so strong nostalgia it's yeah. so uh, illogical <laughs> um yeah so it was it was kind of fun for me to see you kind of 
still being a little teenager Geeking at out, heart. Yeah. Popping for it huge. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. It's, it's a lot of my, this film has a lot of my heart. Because, you know, if you ask any, other, it must count for a lot. Because if you ask any, you know, reviewer worth their salt, this is not a four star film. <laughs> this is not a four star <laughs> film. Exactly. Let me tell yeah. You. That's what I mean. But there's a, a teenager in, you know, 2002 that would beg to differ. Absolutely. He says, do you know what? This is the best fucking film I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this guy's a comic book fan and he he, he, he takes a punch and he, he gets right back up. And he, he nails, what's her name on 90210? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>